You are now tuning into Love Frequency, where love grows. So let's go. Thank you for checking in before you check out. Hi, I'm Naya, your host and favorite love advocate, and welcome to the podcast where love grows. What do I mean by that? Love Frequency is a podcast where honest self-reflection meets that much-needed conversation you've been avoiding with yourself. So get comfortable, baby. Take your shoes off, sit back, relax, and enjoy this salt water. Because here at Love Frequency, we believe when you know, you grow. And speaking of growth, do you follow me on social media? Baby, listen, I'm on Tick of the Talk. I am on IG. Facebook, yeah. And Twitter, well, you know, I was never really active on there anyhow, but rest in peace. But seriously, follow, follow, follow. We are now going live once again on TikTok on Fridays. Come join the conversation. The vibe is real. The last time we went live was last Saturday from about 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Why? I don't know, because I think I'm grown, but it was all that. Over 5,500 people joined. Why are they up at that hour? I don't know, but we was kicking it. It was great. So come check us out. Come hang. Let's get to know each other. All right, bestie, I'll see you later. Let's get back to the show. So I was thinking about love today. You know, it's kind of my thing. But I was thinking about love in a very different way. You know how oftentimes on the show we talk about looking at ourselves more deeply, being more self-reflective so that we can, of course, first show up for ourselves. But then for some of us, it is really exciting to think that once we are able to show up as our greater self, we are much more capable to show up in a relationship. Now, I know this isn't for everybody, but for some of us, That is exciting to us. And I'm one of them. I've spent far too long trying to fit into a mold that's not me. And let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. But before we get into all of that, you know how we do. How are you? How are you? How are you? It has been a week since we last talked. And I just want to check on you, baby, on a love frequency scale of one to five. How are you? How is your spirit? And exhale. Family, first, I'm going to let y'all know this is confession time. I'm, I'm kind of processing with you all. This episode may be a little bit different than how we normally do things, but we're just going to go with it because I felt like because I'm feeling this and I'm going through this in the present, I want to share it in the present. And I haven't been doing that a lot lately. I've always loved love. I've always been a lover of love. So I don't know if you remember last episode where I asked the question, what is your type? And as I was answering that question for myself, I decided to make a little chart, a little graph. Helps me visualize. That's how I process information. 
And on this chart, I wrote down names of significant connections, entanglements, and situationships that I was involved in, one, to see if I had any patterns, and two, to see if I had a type, was there a theme, any commonalities between these folks that I could pinpoint to say, okay, okay, Naya, maybe you do have a type. Now, I couldn't find any commonalities, but I did find a trend. See, from the year of about 2010 to 2015, I was going through it and really trying to figure some things out, but I wasn't processing the information correctly. I wasn't doing the shadow work. See, at that time, I was a lover of love, but I was seeking my healing through relationships. And the shit don't work like that, baby. Now, my chart made it very evident to me. I could see that after a very significant relationship had ended, I went through a spiral that was downward of me trying to repair those feelings through connections. And you can see it. It wasn't pretty to reflect on this. I just want to add that disclaimer. I also noticed the number of people that I had exchanged energy with and how exhausted I must have been. But not allowing myself time to recharge. I just didn't want to hurt. And so I found healing in the next connection. But I'm never really healing. I'm just creating another trauma. So then the next cycle started in 2017 to 2022 to present day. And this cycle was specific to a connection that I had that really allowed me to be very reflective of myself. This connection was a mirror connection. It was like looking at myself, but in the most objective way I ever have. I've never met somebody so opposite of me that was exactly like me. And it was really amazing to have had the opportunity to love this person and to have connected in that space, but to also be aware of how unhealthy that connection was for me. It's interesting because it was both healing and health. It gave me a reflection of everything I am, everything I'm supposed to be, and everything I will be. But it also showed me what I didn't want, what I will not tolerate, and I, what I don't stand for. And that was powerful. So going back to the previous five years, my inability to see my lack of love for myself, my inability to say no, to speak up for myself when something didn't feel right, to handle situations head on, and not always shy away because at that time I was so afraid of conflict. I was so afraid of facing the truth. I allowed a lot of shit to happen to me. And I wasn't able to speak for myself because I ain't love myself. So shit, I ain't know myself. So then those next five years gave me awareness, baby, unlike any other. It's hard to think that because of that, because of those actions that I went through, that I punish myself even now in 2022. And I know I'm not the only one where we get in connections and it feels good and it feels right, but you tell yourself, oh, I've been here before. Mm-mm. When it feels good, that's when you need to run. When it feels right, that's when we got to move away. And I just want to ask, what the fuck happened to chemistry, honey? What the fuck happened to, we want connections that feel good, but you want me to play a game? You want me to act like I don't like you just to later tell you I like you, my ninja for what? I am a lover of love. I am choosing to love out loud fearlessly. I am choosing to open myself up to possibility and not be held hostage by my past. 
I'm choosing love, y'all. Back then, a lover of love with no boundaries, no awareness, no sense of self. Fast forward, a lover of love with awareness of self, with the ability to assert herself and has no problems with telling you how she feels in love. But I refuse to allow what is for me to pick up on some hesitant ass, residual ass, past dead ass situation type shit that I should not be carrying into my future self. We talked about even a few episodes ago, removing, reducing, dropping shit off, detoxing. This is a part of it, baby. If we're going to continue this thought detox, some shit that I think we got to let go of is that being your authentic self when it comes to loving that there's something wrong with that. There is something wrong with us when we think when something feels good that it's wrong. Uh, excuse me? Come again? <laughs> you mean when you got toxicity and red flags, that's what you want? That's what makes you drool, baby? <laughs> All right. Y'all can have it. See, what I'm saying is love was never the problem, baby. Love was the power. The problem was showing up in those connections and not understanding your value. And because of that, you let a lot of shit happen. You let a lot of shit slide that you wouldn't if you would have known your value. So the issue isn't when I come into a new connection and when it feels good, I should push back. The question is, why don't you see that you deserve connections that feel like that? I understand why people proceed with caution. I guess I'm just asking you, have you ever asked yourself why? Why am I moving with this type of pause and this type of uncertainty for something that feels so right when this one over here that felt left, I did everything for? What do they say? Don't make the present one pay for the past person's mistakes. It's even bigger than that. Why are you making yourself suffer? And I know what some of you might be thinking. Nobody thinks that they're going to get hurt or be disappointed, maybe. And sometimes when you go into those connections, they always start out feeling good. That's what we often call the honeymoon phase. Let me tell you what I don't like about that. When we go into something assuming right off top that the beginning phase is going to be lovey-dovey and it's eventually going to wear off, you're setting yourself up for that decline, that drop. Why do we even put the honeymoon phase phrasing on it? What information does that tell us about ourselves other than when we go into something that feels good, we automatically expect it to end badly or to end? I can tell you this. I bet you there are people listening right now who are in love and their honeymoon phase feels like every day. Does that mean every day is perfect? Oh no, we are human and we human, baby. But when you love, you allow space to human. And when you allow somebody to human with you, you open up new possibilities. You let them know that there is a safe space to be who they are. And even when they error, they don't have to worry about a red flag being called on the play. So the difference is when you go in understanding your value, you then have the ability to see and meet people where they are. And you know who to keep in your life and who to let go of. I made a promise to myself. I don't do breakups no more. There is nothing about me that is broken. It's only information. Somebody made a choice. The choice they made is a reflection of them. It ain't got nothing to do with me. To my beautiful listeners who might be saying, 
But Naya, I did everything. I gave them everything. My question to you is why? You know your value and you give that good, good, limited edition energy, baby. So why are you handing it out like it's charity? Would somebody who loved themselves not leave something for themselves? And this is not to make anybody feel bad, but baby, when you know that you can cause this much trouble unto yourself, then you also must know that you have the power to undo it. That was one of my greatest epiphanies along this journey, is the day that I realized that I created my pain. And that also made me realize that I'm strong than a motherfucker. I can put myself through this kind of sadness. Now, I'm not saying that doesn't go without the support of trauma that happened in childhood or the bullshit I dealt with in relationships that added to that trauma, but it was memory. I chose to hold on to it. I chose to carry it into my next connections. I chose to allow that pain to define me. So when people met me, I encouraged them to love me at a distance. I encouraged them to love me with eggshells. I walked around with walls around me and still couldn't understand why people couldn't see me. I think the reality is we're not afraid of love. We're afraid of our true capacity. We're afraid of what happens if this does go right. Many of us are scared of our true potential. And so we go to what's comfortable. Them trauma bonds are a motherfucker. They make you believe they are so real because they mimic a deficit you had when you were younger. It is your inner self trying to heal things from the past. These connections, although for some of you they hurt, that is your shadow work. You were unwilling to do it yourself, so the universe said, baby, only way I can speak to you, lover of love. So I'm going to bring these messages to you in this way, in hopes that you receive the information. But in the event, you don't. Don't worry, we're going to bring this thing on rerun. May not be the same person, but it's going to be the same shit. Welcome to the party. And as long as you keep choosing your choice, your choice will keep choosing you. I always fall for your time. Hey loves. So yeah. Yeah. Processing. I'm releasing. I am I'm claiming shit. This really has nothing to do with the release. The release has been released. I am now in a season of claiming that shit. What's mine is for me. What's mine is for me. And I've been saying this for a while. And my pain almost allowed me to believe that this shit was a delusion, that I was crazy, that I was wanting a thing that didn't exist. But as long as I'm alive, I know it exists. So this episode specifically is dedicated to what's now and what's next. Thank y'all again for tuning in. Don't forget TikTok, Fridays, 9 o'clock. 9 p.m. Eastern Time. I know it's late, but hey, this is when we play. And don't forget to share this episode with at least one person you know who is struggling with accepting that they are a person who is valuable and who does deserve the love that they give. Until next time, I love you. I'm ready. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Always and always.